So joyful thanksgiving and testimony damages ignorance and causes open heaven. So joyful praise, joyful thanksgiving actually puts you in an advantage. It puts you ahead. It gives you an edge to make way for the miraculous. Because you have believed God and you have the revelation in your spirit that so, so, so will be done. Anything God is doing with you, he's also doing through you. He does things in and through us, but he will first do it, you must see, to make every other person see. And now what I want to share with you is just more or less like the three basic categories of people um, that leap. Three basic categories of people. And there's no way you will not find yourself in any of these categories because God actually has a plan that you live from wherever you are. Whatever level your praise has, God has a plan. Um, I want us to first look at the first scenario, the category one, which is the category of someone who is not far from God. But that person doesn't have a very wonderful relationship or work with God. And I believe most believers find themselves in this kind of situation. They don't operate. You are born into the holies of holies. The veil has been torn. You now are supposed to see God face to face. But yet, you know that you know that you don't have a very strong spiritual work with God. This is your first category. You are the number one category. And see, this category, you always need someone who have a good, smooth, powerful work with God to help you. And I want to, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm trusting God that I, I want to do the three categories because you need to know, even though the most prevalent categories in the body of Christ is this first category. But even at this, in this first category, if you find yourself in this category, you can leap. So there is no, no matter how um, difficult it is for you to operate in the things of the Spirit or to walk or to you know, easily flow with God, you can always leap. And that is why I want to show you this, because that is why there are certain anointings that God has positioned in the church that can always help you. We can do nothing but leap for joy all day long, for we know who you are and what you do, and you have exalted us on high. So what this means is that when you live for joy, there is always an exaltation, a promotion. You leave that level where you are, and then you go to a higher level. So I want to look at the category one, which is found in Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 3, I want to read from verse 1. Now I'd like you to follow me closely, because you will need to get something from this. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I believe as this month is coming to an end, I think today is the last day. Amen? Amen. You are leaping in the mighty name of Amen. Jesus. Yeah, things are changing. Um, for some of you, um, January, you know, you were not that stable. Um, you know, still battling with the, um, the carryover from 2023. Aha. Now, February. Is tomorrow. Amen? Amen? All the stability you need, receive tonight in the mighty name of Amen. Jesus Christ. All the divine help you need, receive tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. According to the scriptures, there are about eight prayer watches, which we do in church, and I hope you are part of it. So there is... One hour, there's an hour of prayer, verse 1. An hour, so they were going to the temple at the hour of prayer. 
the ninth hour. Now, first thing I want you to take note is those who operate in category three, those who operate in category three, they don't have to be in the prayer before they make things happen. They don't have to be coming from the prayer meeting before they make things happen. The good example is Peter and John operating in category two or three. Now look at this category three. I mean category three, basically. So they say it's an hour of prayer. Now I want you to take notes. They were just going into a prayer meeting. They were not coming from it. It, it, it's not that the prayer meeting is holding. I want you to see something here. Go to the next verse, verse 2. It said, And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful. You know, all my life, growing up, when I heard ministers preach about this place, they said, the gate of the temple is beautiful, his life is not beautiful because he was born from his mother's womb as a lame. Now, this is the issue. For those who operate in the category one of leaping, they have baggages from their parents. They have things that they've inherited that are terrible things. That could happen to people in category two. When we get to category two, you understand. Apparently, there's only one time I've, I've, I've preached this message, and that was at the household of David. Praise God. <laughs> in this message conference, they are starting this evening. Look at this category one. From his mother's womb. Now think of any challenges that you could trace to your mother's womb. That aside. Whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful. Now, they had to bring him there. He couldn't help himself. Look at it. To ask hams from those who entered into the temple. So what it means is that he couldn't be part of the meeting. He couldn't be part of the worship. And if you ask him, he will tell you, he knows brother so, 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 and so. He knows sister so, 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 and so. Are you getting what I'm saying? You could even know the pastor of the temple. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because you will have developed a kind of familiarity with those who go into the temple. You could even be hearing the sound going on in the temple. Are you getting what I'm saying? You could know the time they always come to pray in the temple. He knows everything that happens in and around the temple, because his own job was to collect arms from those who go into the temple. It's amazing. Let me tell you the category one. This category one is for people who are among us, but they are not really yet part of us. Let me give you an example. If you are struggling with understanding, if you struggle with if you misinterpret messages, you misinterpret issues, you, there are things I can continue to list from here, but not today. Paul says, I pray and I wish that Israelites will understand, the Jews will understand, that this Jesus is God in human flesh and that he has brought grace. Let them depart from the law. Grace has come. He is something, you know, it was a personal revelation to him because he was also in the law. It was given to Judaism. He grew up as a Pharisee. And he was a persecutor of the brethren. So he said, he said, look, these guys, you just need to understand. So he had a burden for the Israelites, but his ministry primarily was not to the Israelites, was to the Gentiles. So anytime he tried to go to the Israelites, he will face challenges. He will be dealt with. Many times he was dealt with, it was because he was trying to reach out to the Jews. If he goes into the temple, they will be arguing with him. One day he was arguing for like two, three months. Nothing. It was not, it was not productive, it was not fruitful. He left the Jew in the temple. He went to one school of Tyrannus. And Bible says within two years, he took over the whole city. But he had a heart 
concerned for them. He wished he could be, they, they all could be caught the way he met with God. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, what did he say about them? He said, it's not all those who are Israelites are Israelites. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's not, those, it's not all those who are around the temple or in the temple actually worship the God of the temple. I want you to follow me. You know, I've heard people say that, you see, it was my pastor back there on campus. They were not really part of us. Jesus, they came to Jesus Christ and told him that some people are doing that. They said, well, he said those who are part of us, you know, you know, those are not part of us. And the apostle also wrote, he said, there are some people that used to be with us, but they were not really part of us because they departed from us. Some of them even departed to be saying all kinds of things against us. I know that they were not really part of us. So Paul wrote, he said, it's not those who are Israelites. It's not all those who are Israelites are Israelites. If you check, I think, Romans chapter 8, eh, Romans chapter 9, Romans chapter 10. He spoke all those things there. And I want you to listen. Not all those who are communion are what? Communion. So this is the category of those who are not communion, who are in communion. So that they can be helped. Not all, apart from that, not all those who are in the temple actually worship God. Not all. We all can just appreciate God and just try to worship God and just... Bible says the Lord knows those who are his. Let every man who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Somebody commits sin and his heart is not pricked. He's not moved. He say, well, God, have mercy on me, you know. I don't know. This thing is difficult. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's going to do it again and again and again and again and again and again and again. I'm not saying that if that happens to you, you just have to have, you just have to open up to people in category one and category three that can help you. There are some people in category three that have conquered those things that you are battling with. Don't forget, he said, I write unto you, children. I write unto you, young men. I write unto you, men, old men. If you are still here, can you say amen? Amen. Three different categories. It doesn't mean that you are not a child of God. It doesn't mean that you are not, but you don't have a flow with God. Have you seen people that, you know, they are alive, they've even grown up, but they don't know their parents? Have you seen people like that? Or maybe they don't know their father, they don't know, do you understand? By the time they meet their father, maybe they have already grown up to be like 25, there's no relationship. So you can actually be born of someone and not have a relationship with the person. Some of you, or some of us, we try to struggle. We struggle to have a relationship with God. We struggle. Because we thought, we, or within ourselves, we think that it's by works. None of you actually struggled to have a relationship with your parents while you were growing up. It wasn't a struggle. Except if you were born or tried to be raised by parents who don't care about their children. Are you getting what I'm saying? And God cares. Somebody say God cares. God cares. So what it means is that if your biological parents really care and they were deliberate at raising you, you will never struggle to be their children. I don't know if I get to what I'm saying. It's not a struggle to recognize the voice of your father when you were living and growing up in the same house. Talk, you know. That's him. If 1,000 fathers are speaking, you can recognize the, the voice of your own because you grow in the same house together. Are you getting what I'm saying? He gives you an assignment, he rebooks you, he corrects you. It wasn't a struggle to be corrected by him. You never think or thought, I mean, there are people, I don't know how everybody was treated. I was actually dealt with, and I never questioned whether he was my father. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because there was no struggle. So in this category, there are people who spiritually struggle. It's amazing. Now some people have been born again for 10 years and they are struggling in their work with God. 
and somebody is just born again five months, is having a cruise in the spirit. Praise God. That is this category. Lame. Always carried. Even in the natural, in the flesh, in carnality, is always helped. Let alone spirituality. Look at it. He said, no, 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 go back to my main scripture. I've, I've left, once I leave a scripture like that, don't forget about it. Except if I tell you to, want to, to get it. So look at what he says. He said, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to, to ask alms from those who entered the temple. He knows the activity aspects of church, but he doesn't know the spirituality aspect. Are you getting what I'm saying? Such people trivialize their still worship. Such people trivialize the privileges they have. Probably to serve or to do something. Look at it. He says, verse 3. He says, who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple ask for hands? You, you might not understand it now. When I get to the second category, it will begin to clear with you. I mean, it will be clearer. He saw Peter and John going into the temple. He asked for hands. And fixing his eyes. And fixing. See, this category of people here, eh, they don't have for the main thing. What will deliver them from the problem? They don't ask for it. They always ask for things that will keep them perpetually in the problem. Have you heard about, you know, this maybe it's an adage or whatever, a saying that you teach a man how to fish, you don't give him fish because he will always come back to get fish. Praise God. So these people, they believe in handouts. They believe in a quick fix. Do you understand? Not a permanent one. A temporary quick fix. They love miracles, praise God. What they can snatch from God. They don't want God, but they want God's things. Do you understand? Give me spouse, give me partner, give me job, give me... Do you understand? <laughs> and when it's looking like it's delaying, they begin to have issues with God. You can imagine. I'm sure this man will have heard about the miraculous testimonies of others. Are you getting what I'm saying? He's not asking for to be free from, are you getting what I'm saying? Being a lame is asking for harms. Now, sometimes when we listen to your prayer poet, it shows the, the, the category you belong to. It shows the category. Look at it. I'm fixing his eyes on him with John. Peter said, look at us. This is powerful. This is somebody from category three talking to somebody from category two, eh, category one. It's actually somebody in category three that can help people in category one. Praise the Lord. That's why five folds are created in church so that the saints can be taught, so that the saints can be stabilized, so that the saints can grow. They can be equipped for the work of ministry to move from category one to two and then to be enlisted in category three. There are other people in category three that are not fivefold, but they are spiritually heightened. There are people who operate at that realm. They can be intercessors. They can be a deacon, a deaconess, a, an elderly sister somewhere, or a young lady somewhere, a young man somewhere. It has nothing to do with age. It has a lot to do with your work of faith with God. What has accrued to you as your credit in the realm of the spirit? Your work of faith. And the earlier you know this, the, the better. So Peter fixed his eyes on, on, on the guy. John was with him. He said, look at us. He was asking for hands. He wasn't looking. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There's a difference between seeing something and looking at it. There's a difference between looking at something or seeing something and giving you attention. Because what Peter was asking for here is what? Attention. You see, you see that that thing lacks. It's lacking in category one. They don't give attention to God. 
Even when they want the things of God, they are not interested in the things, they are not interested in being intimate with God, they are just interested in the things of God, what belongs to God. So because they commanded him now, he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Expecting to receive. Now, everybody, category one, two, three, can be very expectant. Everybody needs miracles. Everybody needs wonders. It's just that in category three, you walk miracles. In category one, you receive miracles. Praise God. In category three, you walk miracles. You command miracles. When God says, you shall say to this mountain, he's talking to people who are ready to grow. He's talking to people who can take responsibility and speak by themselves. In this category, somebody will have to come and speak for you or on your behalf to the mountain. And since I've taken it upon myself that we want to raise disciples this year, okay, it's much more important to me to let you know where you are so that you can be where you're supposed to be. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Aren't you glad because at least he's expectant? Praise God. Because that's what got their, their own attention in the first place. Because he wants to receive something from them. But you see, God is so great and God is so good that sometimes what you are asking is not going to give you. He will use what you need to get your attention. Are you getting what I'm saying? And when he gets your attention, he will do far more exceedingly above what you are asking or thinking according to the power that works within you. That's what's happening here. Are you still here? Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Look at it. And Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. There is a limit to what silver and gold can do in the life of a man. Let's not exonerate silver and gold beyond mayor. Are you getting what I'm saying? Money answers all things. Can you answer this one? Could silver and gold answer this one? Somebody who has been lame from the womb. Praise God. You think they would not have thought and done all, tried all their possible ways to make the guy walk that he didn't walk? Are you getting what I'm saying? Probably the guy will have drank a bowl, drank all kinds of things, medications, taking whatever, and then he didn't walk. I know, this generation, they are now using AI to correct something in people's brain, and then they now, you now be doing like this, like robots, that they are, they are machines that they are connecting to people who are lame now. But if somebody is lame, he's lame. There are some of us who spiritually is lame. You are getting up tonight by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. When a man is lame spiritually, every other area can be lame. Anyone. Do you get what I'm saying? Because being lame means that you don't have a walk. You have a drag. You have, a, a, you have to crawl. You have to drag. You have to struggle. Or they have to come and to your head. And you get what I'm saying? So it means you don't have a walk. Faith is a walk. Like I shared with you. On movement, right? Silver and gold, I do not have. Let's stop giving people what will permanently destabilize them. What will make them permanent disabled fellow. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Where we are supposed to rot power, release power, and bless lives with grace. Let's use it. And let's not, even though they are expecting money. There are situations where you need to help people who already have grace and bless them. There are situations where you need to combine both. But let's know that there are situations that call for the grace and the anointing of God upon our life. I remember a guy ran mad. I couldn't have been giving him money. Does it make sense? I rebooked that demon. Because silver and gold can't help somebody who has already gone mad. He's about to enter market. Praise the Lord. When I saw him, by the time he was restored, he told me, he said, you will see four people, four men 
three men, one woman, and immediately you speak like this, they will disappear, and then I will appear. <laughs> Inside me, I was happy. Praise God. <laughs> you know rich. Praise God. You know fits. I know grief. Praise God. <laughs> the guy will be manifest and say, stop now. I will shout on him. It's much more elderly, like about ten, eight years of seven years older than me. Sleep now. And we'll start sleeping. This thing answers more than charms. It answers by fire. Praise God. Hallelujah. But you have to be in category three. You can't be a lame and be delivering a lame. Are you getting what I'm saying? He said he saw them walking into the temple. Didn't he see them walking into the or they, were, they, were they being carried into the temple? No. It takes somebody who walks to help somebody who is not walking. Silver and gold, I do not have. Even if I have it here, I'm not going to be able to help you with silver and gold. You will always ask for silver and gold in this situation. But what I do have, I give you. I want you to understand something here. In category three, people have what to give in terms of grace. Are you getting what I'm saying? They share grace. They impact life. They impact the spirit. Which category do you want to belong? Always waiting for somebody to come and impact you? Always waiting for somebody to come and... Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm not saying you will not be impacted in category two. Even in category three, the Holy Spirit impacts you in your privacy. He sends you out to impact others. Look at it. So he said, and Peter said, see, and God, I do not have. But what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. This is another thing. It means that being a lame, you can't rise in life. It says, rise up and walk. Don't forget, the Bible says, arise, for thy light has come. Are you getting what I'm saying? And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. You can't be in that situation that you are lame, you're in a falling state. And the glory of God comes to you in a falling state. It's difficult. Look at it. It says, but what I do have, I give you. Chai, I love this place. Somebody say, I have something. I have something. Say louder. Say louder. Say, I have something. I have something. <laughs> so now let's define the something. Because it might be money <laughs> that you have. It might be gold and silver. There's nothing wrong in having gold and silver and have spirits. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong in having a bank account, but look, it's not about bank accounts. Do you understand? Bank account is good. It is valid. Fast bank account. And then, but the spirit matters. The grace to share. The power to demonstrate. Bible says how Jesus was Nazareth was anointed with Holy Spirit and power. He was going about healing all those who were oppressed, setting them free. For God was with him. Praise God. Hallelujah. I give you, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk, was a command. Look at the next one. Now, don't forget that I said they were not going into prayer. You know, some of you, you don't feel spiritual until you have gone, gone, gone into a prayer, a prayer meeting. You are coming from a prayer meeting, or you have, you have gone to church and all that. These ones were going into prayer and miracles are happening. So what will happen after they pray? <laughs> or why they are praying? You see that? Look at it. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. That's another challenge. With those who are in category one. They cannot rise up by themselves. After you have declared prayer from category three, you still have to take them to what? To rise up. Because the person in category three, Peter already saw him walking, but he's still lame. And then he declared that word, he's still seated there, probably wondering, I'm expecting money, not prayer. Praise God. You know, there are people that you can be discouraged sometimes when somebody is talking about what we, we permanently sort your life. 
I, I just, what's this story that this person is saying? Just give me the money, let me go. Because he wants to remain. You know, you, you know, there are slaves that love their chains. Do you get what I'm saying? There are slaves that love, they are emotionally connected and attached to their chains and shackles. So after, after a while, because they've, they've tried to look for a way out of the shackles and the chains and the prison, then they become so accustomed or become so used to the chains that they become emotionally attached to the chains. So now they don't want to get out of the chains. And that is why this guy, Peter, had to drag him up. Had to look at it. He said, and he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. <laughs> Which means that in category three, when we speak, the next thing is action. He was demonstrating faith for him. Do you see the difference now? Peter had faith, he made the declaration. The young man in category one did not really have faith. You get, and then he had to be dragged up. In category one, people don't operate in faith. You can have hope. That's why he's looking up to them, to expect something from them. Because he believes they will give him something. But they don't operate in faith. Now, look at it. I, I, I hope I'm going to be able to finish because I need you to get all the details here. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Do you know that if he had not taken him, he might not have received strength? I want you to take note. In category one, when people heard God's word, they don't act on it. They will have fire about their marriage, about their prosperity, about their home. They will see revelation. They will be impacted. You see, two, three, four, five minutes after the service, they are back to square one because they need to be pushed. They need to be moved. Are you going to say, somebody needs to drag them? But you see, without action, faith is not exercised. Without action, faith is not what? exercised. And the results of faith cannot be achieved. Bible says that faith and ankle bones receive strength. I am praying for you, spiritually in every other areas of your life, receive strength. In the mighty name of Jesus. Whether your academics, your studies, your business, your career, receive strength in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. So you got to you got to act. You got to respond. You pull him up. So there are people they will always depend on the conduction, you know, arrangement of God's power. You know, conduction. They need they need contacts. They need contact. People in category one they always like contacts. Anchor shift, uh, anointing oil, uh, water. It's category one arrangement. Are you getting what I'm saying? Anchorship. Now, look at it. They are bringing it from the body of the person in category three. They say aprons and anchorship from the body of Paul. Are you getting what I'm saying? We're taken to those who are sick and they were delivered. Those who are sick are people who believe in Jesus Christ, but they needed healing. But here was Paul, whose body was a meeting the anointing of the Holy Ghost, the healing. Something is in touch, is in contact with his body. And that thing, you know, the grace is contagious. And you get what I'm saying? Overflow of grace has entered. You know, it, the woman of the issue of blood said, if I could touch the hem of his garments. So Paul operated in that. Bible says people were so much who were sick and blah, blah, blah. And they had to arrange them along the street so that the shadow of Peter, the shadow of Peter, not Peter. <laughs> you see, category three is the deal. Look at your number. Say category three is the deal. <laughs> the shadow of Peter. You know, for ladies that are believing God for marital partner, you know, you can marry a man in category one, a lame. 
You can marry his body. But the shadow of the man in category three is actually better than the full man. To marry a shadow of the man in category three is actually better than the full-bodied full man, physical man, in category one. Are you getting what I'm saying? Ah. Uh, I see you stop suffering in the name of Jesus Christ. Look at your neighbor and say, I refuse to suffer. Say, my life has changed. Say, I'm alive. Say, I'm arising. Say, I'm arising. Say, my light has come. Glory, glory, glory. So, look at what happened to the man. I'm sure everybody in the temple who probably have come before Peter and John will have been surprised. Look at what happened to the man. He says, so he, the man now, not Peter. Somebody say the man. The man. Say the lame. He himself, look at what happened. Leaping up. Now, if you, if you, if a lame is healed, what do you think should happen first? Just use your mind. Just use your highly, you are, we are highly intellectual people. What do you think should happen first? When you were born and then you couldn't move, you know, you started by just sitting down somewhere. What did you do first? You crawl. Where I had, I heard from my own story that I didn't crawl. I just stood up. <laughs> Praise God. I just stood up, started, you know, holding to tables and stool, breaking glass cups, breaking things. And I trusted my story or my history. Whatever breaks is breaking on its own. I just continued. I just wanted to walk. Please go. Because as babies, you look at people who are walking around. And so it enters into your subconscious that one day you must enter this level. Yes, as a small boy. You see people getting my, ah, one day. I will do this thing. You might not understand what it means. You say, no, you look at your dad driving. He say, one day, I'm the one that will be in <laughs> behind that stair. You know, that's what it means to be growing. Glory to God. You see, so a lame walked there. He started by what? Leaping. If you want to experience any major breakthrough in your life, you must start with leaping. You must start with leaping. And that's why we're saying that this leaping is a leap of faith. You have to act like it. If you have received a revelation concerning it, you have to act like it. You are believing God for babies, you must begin to live like a woman that is pregnant. Do you understand? You, you receive a revelation concerning your child, you must begin to live like that. You are believing God for a good job, stop dressing anyhow to the job you have now. Of a better job. Stop dressing anyhow. You must start dressing. You know, that's a leap. You are taking a step of faith in line with what has happened. You know, if you see a pregnant woman, they will start buying baby stuff, right? You have received a revelation, then you should go. You have not even slept with your husband, or your husband has not slept with you, or you have not slept with your wife, because it's not only woman that believe God for baby. Amen? The man too can branch in a mall, and buy baby things. As you get what I'm saying, you can even receive a revelation, a clarity to even know the gender. Not that you are confused, like these people who are confused about their gender. As you get what I'm saying, we are believing God for them. Amen? Amen. <laughs> and that's what leaping means. Because you have received the substance, the revelation in your spirit. When Peter was speaking, that was revelation. He said, silver, and gold I have not, but such as I have. I thought the eyes of that guy would just lit up and just connect with the grace. But he was too lame. <laughs> he was too lame. And they had to help him. And that's the working of miracles. Sometimes miracles are meant for people that don't have faith. So that they can have faith. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So that they can have faith. So he leaping, see what happened. He leaping, stood, and what? Walk. You see that? He leaping, stood, and walked. Then what happened after that? 
enter the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. There was no reports as this before. There is no, there is no record that he has ever, has ever cited what is inside the temple. Some of us, you don't really know who God is until you have lived. There are, there's a dimension of fellowship and intimacy you don't experience until you encounter God by leaping and you see certain levels of answers. It's called the goodness of the Lord. Are you getting what I'm saying? The goodness. You will be, when you are worshiping like this, you will feel the Holy Spirit and the angels all around you. The goodness of the Lord. If you look at this story, did that guy look like he deserved it? Or just, God just counted in worry? Please, if you have questions, start pushing your questions. I will answer a few questions. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. When you change level, it becomes easy for you to praise God. He was jumping, he was walking, he was praising God. This is your portion this year. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. This category one, you are living it. Amen. Where you struggle, you also, you do, you, I mean, I command you to begin to live in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Experience the miraculous in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Glory, 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 glory. And all the people praising God saw him walking and praising God. Do you know this guy was very popular? If you continue to read into chapter 4, Bible says the miracle that happened because they arrested them for doing a miracle. And they, they said, maybe 4, 4 verse 11 or 13. 4 verse 11 or 13. Just check. Check was. Now look at it. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated on the train, they mother and they realized that they had been with Jesus. Now this is before this. But there was another chapter when they said that the miracle they did is a notable one. Let me look for it. There's a verse. <laughs> Do you know the lame was very popular? The guy was very popular. Because everybody that comes into the temple will collect, from, he will collect something from them. Almost everybody. Be asking them for hands. Very popular. You can be lame and be known. For some of you desire to be famous. There are a lot of crippled famous. Are you getting what I'm saying? Something is missing in their life. Is that they have one child that is, that is mad? Or there's something that they, you, you know they need a miracle. Are you getting what I'm saying? See. Saying, what shall we do to these men? They are talking about apostles now when they arrested them. For indeed, that a notable miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem. Why is it evident to all? The guy was known. Praise the Lord. I remember a man in Ibadan. He used to pray back then in Obafemi Allah University with cricket, in cricket. His meeting is now a stadium meeting. Inside, he was using cricket. We invited him back then in Anglican Church to come and, to come and minister. Is in Ibadan there? One of these prophets. He, he, he got to Ibadan, he was doing ministry, he was doing ministry, he was like a struggle, like a struggle, like a... There was a popular mad guy in Ibadan. One day, the anointing and the grace of God upon his life hit the guy. Bah! The guy came back to his senses. That's how his life changed. The guy carried poster like this. He was sitting on their bus. Everybody that knew the guy said, eh! That's how the crusade was filled. Praise the Lord. That's how the crusade was filled. So Bible says, look at it. It's notable to all. And we cannot, even we, government, we cannot deny. We self, we know the guy. We cannot deny that they did a miracle. Praise God. Aha. And that's where everybody is going in this end time. Everybody will be able to wrought miracles. Aha. But please, it's not a silver and gold thing. There's a limit to what silver and gold can do. The next category, Acts chapter 8. This second category, some of you, you don't know whether you belong here. But some of you that has identified with category 1 
We are believing God for you. Amen. <laughs> this second category is for those who have faith. You know the second, the first category they don't have faith. Acts chapter eight. Let's read from verse 13, 14 or thereabout. Then Simon himself also believed, and when he, he was baptized, he continued with Philip and was amazed, seeing the miracles and signs which were done. Yes, he said, now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of the Lord, they sent Peter and John to them. Yes, and he said, so when they had come down, prayed for them, they wait to go to verse 16. 17. Oh no, go to verse chapter 14. Chapter 14, verse 8. Sorry. This chapter 14, verse 8. Huh? Yeah! Chapter 14, verse 8. And in Lystra. Let's, let's read the verse before, because they say, and. And they were preaching the gospel there. I think they went, you know, and in Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting. You know, it's the same category. You know, it's the same situation. Uh, but it's different. Look at it. A certain man without strength in his feet was sitting. A cripple from his mother's. So even that you live Category three, category one, and you cross to category two, doesn't mean that what you all that you brought from your mother's womb, everything has been toasted. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It doesn't mean that everything has been sorted, but I want you to see the difference here. The crippled man from his mother's womb who had never walked the same situation. Look at the next one. This man heard Paul speaking, Paul observing him intently. And seeing that he had faith to be healed. I want you to see the difference. This one was in the temple. Are you getting what I'm saying? This one was in the gathering of the saints. was among where Paul was preaching. Look at the scripture. This man heard Paul speaking. You know the scripture? Listen, you know, the first category that I mentioned... And I said that there are people who are even inside the church that they are not operating at a higher level. So you remember what Prophet Isaiah said? He said, hearing they hear not. But this one, hearing he heard. I want you to understand what I'm saying. Because if you interpret it literally, you might interpret it as maybe the gate man outside the church. Maybe, do you understand? Those who are working as no, no, no. I'm even talking about people inside the church who are communion members who, when they hear, they don't hear. But this man belonging to category two head. Bible says this man heard Paul speaking. Paul speaking. So you can hear me speaking and you don't hear the revelation that I'm sharing. Probably you are distracted by your phone. That is, do you understand? Or you don't even have that inclination to revelation in your spirit. Look at it, it says, observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed. Who had faith to be healed? Who had faith to be healed? The ones that are ahead, right? That's a man, right? Okay. So you can be a lame and you hear and you have faith to be healed. There is, hearing is very powerful. But hearing, they hear not. Seeing, they see not. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. What God? Neither has the mind perceived what God has in stock for us, but he reveals them to us by the what? By the Holy Spirit. Is that not what he says? Hear the deep things of God. Is that not what he says? Uh-huh. So for you to hear, it must be Holy Spirit you are hearing. He reveals them to us by the Holy Spirit. And when he said, this man heard Paul, he wasn't just hearing Paul casually. He was hearing the revelation that Paul was sharing. Do you remember the same thing? Bible says in Romans chapter 10, he said, faith come by what? By hearing. And by hearing of God's word. So I want you to know how this man had faith. 
For faith cometh by what? Hearing. So there are people who hear, but they don't hear. Hmm. If you check Galatians chapter 3, verse 1, he said, how, how you people, you started something, fun. look at it, so foolish Galatia, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth, that you should not obey the truth. <laughs> Before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among us as crucified, yes, this only I want to learn from you. You guys should teach me now. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law? Or by the what? Hearing of faith. So they receive the Spirit when they have heard and they receive faith. Do you understand? Revelation in their heart. It's for category two people. When they come to worship, they can touch the tangibility of the spirituality in the atmosphere. Are you getting what I'm saying? In their personal closet, when they open the scripture, their eyes become so lighted up. And they can see, their eyes open, and they can see God's revelation in the scripture. I discovered that one of the most prayer points in the scripture are the prayers of people that receive miracles. If you check the praise of Mary, if you check the prayer of Hannah, if you check, the pra- if you check their prayer, chai! Powerful. You will know they actually deserve what they got. For they have entered a realm where they have understanding. So the delivery of their miracle came as a result of certain flow and understanding they have with God. Are you still here? Glory, 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 glory. Now, uh, I, I, I can't help it. Maybe I will just stop in this category too. For category three is something else. But I just want you to see, this man had faith to be healed. When Bible says somebody has faith to be healed, it's different from when somebody has hope to be healed. You can be wishing to be healed. You can be wishing to be prosperous. You can be wishing, everybody have good desires in their heart. Are you getting what I'm saying? They wish themselves well. But when it comes to faith, it comes by hearing. And what do you hear? Revelation. Is that clear? Revelation. Is either you hear God through your pastor or you hear him directly by yourself concerning that thing that God should do in your life, regardless of your situation. As a matter of fact, the reason why you are going through problems or you have the challenges you are hearing, you are having, is to give attention to God so that you can hear. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's not even a crime to be lame. But it's a crime when the word is being taught and you are not hearing. A man of revelation will not beg for arms. Is that clear? A man of revelation will not beg. Will not be cringing. Be looking for who we are. Hey, I do not have who to help me. I do not have. You remember that man? That they will come and steer the, the angel will come and steer the pool. He said, I do not have to help me. He was having somebody that will help him permanently, eternally in front of him. But he was full of excuse. It's those kind of people. Revelation. Somebody say, I receive revelation. revelation. Say, I have faith. And so I leap by the Spirit. So this man heard Paul speaking. Paul observing him intently. And saying that he had faith to be healed. When I teach, I know those who have faith to be healed. Yes. Because faith is a communication. Faith speaks. Faith finds a way to express itself. You can be nodding your head and not have faith. Praise God. <laughs> you know something like that? Glory. Hmm. What? Powerful. Deep. Deep. By, by the time you're on your way home, say, our service, deep. What's up? What's up, man? Deep. Powerful. Powerful. So, 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 I said powerful. What else do you want? I beg. Deep. Or he has not heard anything. Because if he had truly heard, God will have spoken to you. Every service is different. God wants every service to be unique. There is something he wants to communicate. That is why some of us don't value the gathering of the saints because you have not been hearing God. There is something when choir is singing. When they are singing, there is something they are communicating. God can use their song to communicate revelation to your spirit. Somebody comes to lead prayer. There is something. 
Do you always have that expectation when you go into the gathering of the people, gathering of the saints, and the word of God is going to be tough, and then you know, you say, Lord, put my mother in the, in the mouth of your, of your son. Put my mouth. Let there be a word for me. And by the time you are praying that, you say, strengthen him, empower him. Such a people will have a hearing of faith when they come into the gathering. Not to just come to church casually. Are you getting what I'm saying? You just cut walk or dog walk or whichever kind of walk you walk. You just walk to church and sit down. Like basket of something, something, something. Praise God. <laughs> Some of you, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, you know. <laughs> it says sit down like basket of something. Look at what Paul did. You help preachers when you have a hearing of faith. Look at what Paul He said, with a loud voice. And Paul said, with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet. What did the Bible say? He leaped. And what? Why is leaping always before walking? Because the leap is a rejoicing of faith. It's a response of faith to the prophetic word. Are you getting what I'm saying? Words are coming up this year. You must respond by leaping. Some people, when I'm teaching, and some people are looking, you'll be wondering what's on their mind. Some is thinking of how he's going to hit bountifully this night. Some people are thinking of, I mean, different things. Different things. You say that girl, I'm going to ask her how after the service. He said, she's thinking of many things, and it has nothing to do with revelation because the girl will not see her grief. Praise God. <laughs> It's amazing. Oh, I'm teaching like this. Oh, maybe you think this thing is easy. Well, it's easy for me because I'm called to do it. But at the same time, I could have used my time for something else. Are you getting what I'm saying? How can I be teaching like this and you're not hearing the hearing of it? You're hearing something else. I wish God can help me to catch you. Praise God. <laughs> Pastor, so what will you do? There is nothing I can do. It's just that ah, I might put you on fasting before you come next time. <laughs> straight on your feet and Bible says and he by himself leaped. Was he helped? Was he dragged? Was he pulled up? By himself. You know why he leaped by himself? Because he had faith. That's category two. By yourself you can get some things done. If you operate at a level of faith with God. Are you getting what I'm saying? I've been on a mountain before where a man of God was using stick to choose marital partners for people. You know what is stick? They put it in small, small papers. They write the name. Of, they are writing your name in places. So you don't. <laughs> you may not know. <laughs> he wrote the. They wrote the name, and they squeeze it like this. Mm. I was speaking it, and I was looking at that man. Now you might be watching, and you are wondering, you too. What am I? What are you doing? There? I was a small boy. I just follow my mom to go and pray on the mountain. And I can be very inquisitive because I was asking my mom some things, and I don't say, keep short. Don't interrupt the prophet. <laughs> so they were, they were spiritual operation. They were using stick to pick marital partner. Somebody you are going to spend the rest of your life with. They are using dry stick to pick it. <laughs> dry marriage. What do you have dry marriage? I know some of you don't believe. You say, well, pastor, that thing can be powerful. That thing you are just saying, it's not, it's not ordinary. Uh, so what happens to you having the hearing of faith and being able to live by yourself maritally, have been able to live by yourself, are you going to say financially have been able to live by yourself physically in every area of your life academically career wise somebody say I live, say I have a hearing of faith say I have faith I operate in faith I exercise faith I live by faith. Glory to God. So, it's, it's, the job is easy for me. If everybody is in category two, even if you cannot be in category three, just be in category two, I beg you. I appeal to you. Just like Paul would say, I beseech you in the name of the Lord. Praise God. 
You can stand in your home because you have a hearing of faith. You have faith in your spirit and declare, I magnetize my future partner. Just like the way Kayamata does the, you know, those uh, uh, charms, those, dev, you know, they have the faith of it. The demonic, they invoke demons. Look, if you are not calling for your partner, somebody will use demons to grab you. Are you getting what I'm saying? The same way, if you are not calling for your money, my money comes to me. Because you have that hearing of faith, you have faith in your spirit. My business comes to me. My career begins to thrive. This year is my year. Are you getting what I'm saying? Such a people, such people cannot, they don't want to remain as a lane. Are you getting what I'm saying? So I declare, financially work. Financially begin to leap. Career-wise begin to leap. Ministry-wise begin to leap. Maritally begin to leap. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I leap. I leap. 